Hello, welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within. I'm your host, Cindy Stewart. And each week we'll bring you an inspiring message and give you tools to help you release the champion within. To find out more about Unleashing the Champion Within, go to my website, cindy-stewart.com. Our music today is by Alexander and the Grapes. Check out their latest release, Hyperself, on iTunes. Welcome to episode 14. Today, it's all about love and marriage. And I'm going to start with the scripture out of the Bible from Corinthians. It's 1 Corinthians 13, 13. It says, so above all else, let love be the beautiful prize for which you run. Now imagine what your marriage would be like if together you ran after a greater love for one another. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? I remember the first date with my husband. It was Labor Day weekend. We worked together and he called to see if our mutual friends from the office had plans for the weekend. Well, as it turned out, everyone had plans except for us. So we decided we would hang out together. It wasn't a date. We were just going to hang out. Within a month, I knew I loved him. So there have been 14,314 days that have passed between our first date and our 38th wedding anniversary, which is November 10th. The love we have today isn't the same that we had when we were dating or even when we were first married. In fact, the love that we have for each other is stronger and deeper than ever. So I have just a little teaser for you. Next week, my husband Chuck will be on the podcast. We will share what we've learned from all these years, 38 years of being married. But first, we're going to tackle the subject of love. These are four cores of love, and I share it with couples in both premarital and marriage counseling. So I'm going to give the four to you, and then we're going to talk about them a little bit. First of all, love is not perfect. I know that's a shocker for everybody, but truly love is not perfect because we're not perfect. The second one is love is a choice that we make every day. Number three, love requires action. And number four, love requires a commitment to work through the hard stuff. Even when you don't think you can get to the other side. So let's start with number one. Love is not perfect because we're not perfect. I, I grew up with the Disney version of love and marriage. The movies were Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, and the storyline was the same. A damsel in distress was rescued by the prince. They fall in love and they live happily ever after. Well, the problem with that scenario is for us as women, we're taught a rescuer is going to come in the form of a prince. They're going to love us and life is going to be perfect. And for men, it's really just as bad because there's an expectation to live up to that they're going to be the rescuer for their wife. They're going to provide this perfect love and life will be a dream without any problems. And we know in real life, the love between two people grows and matures as each person in the relationship grows and matures. And through this maturing process, a marriage goes through many stages. 
But I'm going to share a few core understandings to help us grow in that love and to be able to see ourselves on the other side of the stages because we have this goal, we have this understanding, we have this daily commitment to loving our spouse. Love is a choice we make every day. Loving is a choice. It is a daily choice. Just as we choose who we're going to marry, we can choose to love them even when we feel like they may not be lovable. I shared this story in an earlier blog, uh, but it's worth repeating. In my daughter's youth group, they were tasked with making a list of the characteristics that they wanted in a spouse. Two weeks before my daughter was to marry, she found the list, and her future husband had these attributes, these characteristics, which she listed many years before. She had made the choice long ago of the type of person that she wanted to love and fall in love with. So when she met him, she recognized him. And for those who are not married, you know, this would be a a step for you to take is, is write down, what are you looking for in a spouse? And then what are those characteristics and those attributes that would uh, be a perfect match for you? that would make you feel like they are that long-term, till death do us part, spouse for you. And then take that additional step and list what kind of spouse do you want to be? You know, sometimes by just laying things out, it helps us get an understanding, a perspective of what we're really looking for. And not only that, it seeds our heart. So when we find that person, we're able to really connect with them. We recognize them right away, like my daughter did. And for us who are married, loving your spouse is really a daily choice. It is a choice to wake up every day and say, I love my husband or I love my wife. And you look at them and you're like, I really love you, honey. Good morning. Whether you feel like it or not. The other choice we make is focusing on the good things, the good characteristics, the good attributes about our spouse. And when we start our day with that, I love you and and waking up knowing I love my spouse and I'm so glad that I'm married to them. And then we, we shift that focus to say, you know, I love these things about him. I love the way he works so hard for me. I love the way he spends time with our kids. I love the way he serves other people. And once you kind of get those things in your mind, you start sharing it with your husband. It's, it's just natural or your spouse, your wife, where you, where you see him and you're like, honey, I just love the way you made me breakfast this morning. I just love the way uh, you picked up the kids for me from school. And, and that gets your whole day started completely different when you set your heart toward choosing love. Many times we are so focused on the one negative thing that our spouses do that we forget all the positive things. And when we shift our mindset to focus on the positive, we become physically and emotionally healthier. We are physically and emotionally healthier for our spouse and more available to them. And with our change, we see our relationship change. You know, in my episode number 12, it's called Negativity Stops Us While Positivity Propels Us. I go through the scientific explanation of the physical change that takes place in our body 
when we change our thoughts and our words from negative to positive. You can find it under media at cindy-stewart.com. In choosing to love in this way, we are able to sift out the non-important things in our relationship and shift our focus on what is important. I opened up the cast with the verse of 1 Corinthians 13, 13 about running after love. And from the previous verses, I've listed some of the attributes of love, and I want to share them with you. And you can use it as a guide in shifting your focus to the essentials of love. Now, as I say these, I want you just to take them in and see how they resonate with you. Love is incredibly patient. Love is gentle and kind. Love refuses to be jealous. Love does not shame or disrespect. Love is not easily irritated. Love is a safe place of shelter. And love never stops believing the best for others. And probably the last one's my favorite because that's what my husband is. He never stops believing the best for me and for our kids and for our grandkids. I mean, that is in his heart as he, he just knows that there is something amazing in each one of us. And part of his job as a spouse, a husband, a, a father, a grandfather is to pull that out of them. So read through the list and choose the one that speaks to you. Begin shifting your thoughts your words, and your actions by choosing this way of love. Then start the list over until you've gone through each one and made this essential of love part of your whole life, part of your relationship. Share it with your spouse. Say, let's do this together. Let's work on love being incredibly patient with one another and love being gentle and kind to one another and love refusing to be jealous. And of course, love never stops believing in each other and the goodness and the best that's for each other. So try that out. You'll see the biggest difference in your relationship with one another. Okay, number three is love requires action. When we love someone, action is required to demonstrate our love to them. There's a couple in my church who give me a piece of jewelry on my birthday each year. The first time they gave me a, the gift, I was like, wow, this is pretty extravagant. Thank you. And they said, we say we love you, but we want to show you we love you. And I will tell you, that really rocked me. It surprised me. So marriage is not only saying we love each other, but it's the action of showing our lifelong commitment to loving our spouse. Our commitment to loving them comes not only in choosing to love, but putting our love into action. The way our actions can be demonstrated can be in little ways each day or even in bigger decisions that we make. I've learned over the years that if it's important to my husband, then it's important to me, even in the little things. And I'm going to share this little kind of funky thing uh, and you're going to think it's funny, but it's true. When I walk in the door at my house, I take my shoes off. And at times I'll have two, three, four, maybe even five pairs of shoes in the kitchen. And my husband does not like clutter. 
but he doesn't remind me every time, honey, your shoes are in the kitchen. No, he just picks them up and puts them away for me. And not to get at me to say, look, I found your shoes and I'm putting them away, but he does it to serve me. And it's not as if I leave them there to bug him. I just kick them off and forget they're there. So over the years, I've become more aware of his preferences of neatness. So I try to take my shoes straight to the closet. Now, I don't always accomplish that, but I certainly do have it in my mind. Because leaving, in my sh- leaving my shoes in the kitchen, for him and I, it's not like a life or death thing, or it's, it's not going to break us in our marriage. But taking him to the closet is an action. It shows him how much I love him and that I know that that's important to him. And you know, in different seasons of our marriage, we have shown our love by sacrificing for each other. And sacrificing is an action. Like when my mom was ill, my husband invited her to come live with us. And, you know, it was great having her there and she helped when she was able. But there were also many times where she was in the hospital or couldn't take care of herself that my time went to taking care of her, which means he had to pick up the slack and help him with the kids and cooking and doing all these other different things. And that was a sacrifice that he made for me so I could take care of my mom. That was his love action that he made for me and it's been mutual like when a promotion came from my husband in another city we moved away from my hometown and my family so he could take it and I missed my Sunday dinners with my family every week but you know what it was the best thing for our family and yes it was a sacrifice but man it was so worth it and then I had an opportunity not that long ago to take a promotion that required a lot of travel and my husband picked up the kids every afternoon and took care of getting them to basketball practice and cheerleading practice so I could have this opportunity all of these examples are really just a demonstration of our love for each other and these actions have provided avenues of growth and maturity for both of us Okay, our last one for today is love requires a commitment to work through the hard stuff. We started with this understanding that we're not perfect. So our ability to love is not perfect. And due to this imperfection, our love only grows when we are committed to work through the difficulties we face together. And there are extreme pressures in marriages, external pressures, you know, finances, illness, loss, to name a few, you know, my mom coming to live with us. But these challenges we can face together when we pray together, when we talk through possible solutions, and when we seek outside counsel. And then, you know, we have the internal struggles of our own needs, our own things that we're wrestling with, that we need some outside support to give us the ability to work through them. And, you know, sometimes those internal struggles are the inability to trust or the disappointments in your marriage. You thought, you know, it was going to be that Cinderella or, or you had this, this thought in your mind that your marriage was going to look exactly like this and your house was going to be like this and your spouse was never going to make a mistake. We know that there are disappointments that happen. But there are ways that we can overcome those disappointments. And, you know, one of the other big things is 
the internal struggle of not being able to clearly communicate with your spouse. And all of these are things that can be tackled and overcome. They may require a little outside help. You might need marriage counseling where you both go together and then you go individually. I do a lot of that. Or even individual counseling to help you identify why is it that I don't feel like I can trust or that I can actually say what I want to say. And there's, of course, wonderful marriage retreats and family retreats to bring health back to your family. So when things get hard, it really is the commitment that you've made to choose love and that you're choosing love and you will persevere through whatever obstacle you face together. And from this commitment and through perseverance, you'll be willing, and that's a key word, willing and able to do whatever's necessary to hold your love together and to grow through these hard times. So today we just scratched the surface on love, but I'd like to challenge you and your spouse to take time and discuss each of these things. These areas will help you and your spouse investigate what are these cores working in your marriage and how are they working? You know, are we expecting each other to be perfect? And when they don't live up to it, then we're mad about it or we're upset. We, we think they should be better than that. Are we making a choice every day to love them, to, to wake up in the morning and say, I choose to love my husband even more today than I did yesterday. And then you tell them, honey, I love you so much today. I love, and you find those key things that you can encourage them by telling them how much you love the way they do it, how much it, it makes you joyful when you see them do these things. And then love requires that action. It's, it's taking that step of, of just going for it and, and choosing to just do whatever it takes because it's important to your spouse. And lastly, love requires a commitment to work through the hard stuff. So take some time with your spouse and just talk about these things because love is such a wonderful gift. And I've had the great blessing of being loved and loving my husband. And of course, I would love to help your marriage grow in love with each other. So if you need some help kind of processing through these things or have questions, there's a little connection form on my website, cindy-stewart.com. Just fill it out and we can begin the conversation. We can begin to communicate about, you know, what do you think about these things and, and how do you do these? Or maybe even, you know, this is a little area of challenge for us. How would we push through this? I really look forward to hearing from you and just hearing about your journey and helping you and your spouse connect to the best you can be, the best marriage you can be, and the deepest love you can have for one another. And I want you to remember you, your spouse, your family are the best investment you can make. So make that investment today. Thanks a lot for listening. Thank you for listening today. Did you enjoy this podcast? Before you leave, take a minute and rate it on iTunes and subscribe to Unleashing the Champion Within so you won't miss an episode. You can also visit our webpage, cindy-stewart.com and get your free ebook, Relational Leadership. You can contact me on my website or on my Twitter account at CindyStewart1, on Instagram, CindyStewartAuthor, and Facebook, CindyStewartAuthor. Until next time, remember, live your life as a champion, making every day count.
Thank you. 